Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. Today we're going to finish up Matthew chapter 3. And uh, if you remember from the last podcast, uh, John the Baptizer, he's out in the wilderness. He's looking like this wild caveman. He's preaching this message to the people that they need to repent of their sins. And he's baptizing people out there in the Jordan River. Uh, and, and these religious leaders, they get wind of what's going on and what he's saying and what he's doing. And so they come out to check it out for themselves. And, and when John sees them, he doesn't hold anything back. He tells them if, if they want to repent of their sins, if they want to be baptized for the remission of their sins, then they need to uh, produce some fruit that shows that, that that. Uh, that they have changed uh, their hearts, their attitudes. And this would seem really strange to them because in their eyes, they are children of Abraham and, and they already belong to God and they don't have any sin. So they don't need to repent of sin. They don't need to be baptized. And they would constantly, even when Jesus comes along, they would constantly reject this message. But John never backs down uh, from them. But John knew what his mission was. His mission was to prepare the way for the Messiah, to tell people that the kingdom of God is near. It's literally here. And and people come from all over that area where John was. They, they, he's out there in the wilderness, so they're, they're coming from all over Judea to hear John preach this message and to be baptized by John for the remission of their sins but one day john gets a special guest and that would be jesus himself and in verses 13 through 17 in matthew 1 or matthew chapter 3 it says jesus went from galilee to the jordan river to be baptized by john but john tried to talk him out of it saying i am the one who needs to be baptized by you so why are you coming to me and jesus said it should be done for we must carry out all that god requires most versions say uh to fulfill all uh Righteousness. So John agreed to baptize Jesus, and after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God ascending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. One of the greatest mistakes I hear in churches, and I hear a lot of preachers say, and I listen to a lot of podcasts because that's the way I get fed. Uh, um, since I'm involved in a, a, a local church, I can you know I get to hear the preacher's sermon, uh, but I need more than that. Yeah, I do these podcasts and, and I get to break down the Bible and, and have these Bible studies, if you will, through these podcasts. But I, I really enjoy listening to several different preachers, and the, and they're all they're from all different kinds of denominations, uh, and so I don't a hundred percent agree with everything they teach, but. For the main part, what they teach uh, is 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 very good. Uh, I just uh, disagree a lot with how they end their their services. Um, but one of the things that I hear many preachers say uh, on these podcasts, and I've heard preachers say in churches before, and even like today, churches nowadays, if you want to uh, join their church, uh, they will give you a handbook and they make you go to a class. And there's different levels to this class, 
and 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 I know um, from one of the largest churches in my area that is growing beyond leaps and bounds. I've seen it in their in their handbook that they give to people. If you want to join this church, you have to go to these classes and you have to go through this handbook. And in this handbook, they make a statement like this: We should be baptized because Jesus was baptized. And, and this is incorrect teaching because we are not baptized because Jesus was baptized. Now, let me explain that. We established in the last podcast that Matthew says John was preaching a message of repentance and was baptizing people for the forgiveness of sins. And let me give you some verses. Verses 1 and 2. In those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, repent of your sins Turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Jesus is God, so he don't have to turn to God. Jesus knew no sin, therefore there's there's no sin to repent of. He, He is God in the flesh. He is establishing the kingdom. He is the kingdom. It's going to be built upon him. He is that immovable stone, the Petra, um, that that Peter had proclaimed upon this rock I will build my church uh, verses 5 and 6 people from Jerusalem and from all Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John and when they confessed their sins John baptized them in the Jordan River again Jesus knew no sin therefore he had no sins to confess verses 7 and 8 But when John saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptize, he denounced them. You brood of snakes, he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Prove by the way that you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Jesus never sinned. He was God in the flesh. He established the kingdom by his death burial and resurrection we call it the gospel therefore jesus did not get baptized by john for the same reason that uh, we are baptized jesus did not need to repent of his sins and he did not need to be baptized for the forgiveness of sins jesus's baptism was to fulfill all righteousness which its most basic meaning means that this is how Jesus's ministry is to get started and from this point on from his baptism his mission was the cross and so John agrees to baptize Jesus they go into the water John baptizes Jesus he puts his whole body in the water he pulls him up out of the water and as soon as John comes up out of the water the Holy Spirit descends like a dove and settles on Jesus. Now, we know from John 1, 32 and 33 that this was a signal to John that Jesus is the one, that Jesus is the Messiah, that, hey, you have been preparing the way for this guy, and this is the guy. The Holy Spirit has come down just like God had told John. This is the signal. When you see this, know that this is the one. And, and, and John says, hey, I saw the, the Spirit come down from heaven and land on Jesus just as God said it would happen. So this is the one. And also something to think about 
uh, is John the baptizer's parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth. They were from the priestly line of Aaron. And, and one of the duties of a priest was to present the sacrifices before the Lord. And we know that Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice that will soon be offered on our behalf for our forgiveness so that our sins could be washed away, which is why John would proclaim at one point, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And, and, and Paul says that Jesus is that Passover Lamb who was slain for us. So Jesus knew no sin. He did not need to repent of sins. He didn't need to turn to God because he was God in the flesh. So please don't tell people that they need to be baptized because Jesus was baptized. That is incorrect teaching and theology. Jesus was baptized not for the remission of sins, not so he could turn to God, but because it was basically the right thing to do it showed that he was the messiah it showed that he is god in the flesh it showed that he is the one to baptize with the holy spirit it showed that he is the sacrifice that will be made on our behalf so that we can have the forgiveness of sins so that his blood could wash our sins away we are baptized for a totally different reason than Jesus because we are sinners in need of a Savior. We need Jesus. We have a lot of sin and we need forgiveness. And that's why in Acts chapter 2, and there's tons of other verses on this, but just for time's sake, I'll just share this one. Acts 2, 37-39. It's when, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit had, had fallen on the, the apostles. Peter stands up and preaches this sermon about how they have crucified Jesus and these Jews hear this message and, and it says their words, Peter's words pierced their hearts and they said unto him and to the other apostles, brothers, what should we do? We've done this evil deed. We have, we have killed the very Messiah that we've been looking for. And so Peter answers them and he says, each one of you, every person, that here's this message, each one of you, it's the same thing with us today, every one of us. We can't have our grandma's faith or grandpa's faith or mom and dad's faith. We've got to have our own faith. we got to each hear this message of Jesus, and we either have to make a decision to accept it or reject it. And so these people, say, are, are, they're piercing their hearts. The Holy Spirit has tugged at their heartstrings. And they're saying, what are we going to do about this? What, how can we correct this? And so Peter says, here's what you got to do. Each one of you must repent of your sins. And say, that's what John's message was. Same message that the apostles had. Each one of you must repent of your sins and turn to God. Same exact message that John had when he was baptizing in the wilderness. Each one of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins or for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for this promises to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. So, just real quick. Do not tell people to be baptized because Jesus was baptized. If you want to tell people to be baptized, tell them why they need to be baptized. And, and there's tons of other verses to back this up. But, but it, it's the same reason 
that Peter told these people here on the day of Pentecost. It's the same reason why uh, the, the message that John preached to the people. You want to be a part of the kingdom? Then repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptized for the remission of your sins. It's really that simple. Why do we complicate things? And, and I'm just going to throw this out there before I move on to my second point in this podcast. There's not one example, not one example like our churches do today. And this is why I said I disagree with the endings of a lot of these podcasts I listen to, a lot of these uh, church services. There's not one example where a, a, a somebody's preaching and, and then one of the apostles says, hey, if you want to come to Jesus, if you want to repent of your sins, raise your hand. There's, there's not one example of that. Uh, there's not one example of somebody, or, or, of an apostle or somebody sharing the gospel uh, uh, with people in their community and, and they say, hey, if you, want, if you want to be saved, say this prayer after me. And we call it the sinner's prayer. You're not going to find that anywhere in the scripture. That is something that we have made up for convenience. And it's not biblical at all. There's not one example. There's, there's, there's no, uh, um, we are not commanded to do that in the scriptures at all. And what we do find is we tell people about Jesus. We give them the opportunity to repent of their sins to turn to God and to be baptized in water, completely dunked in water, and they come up out of that watery grave, a new creation in Christ. Don't complicate things. Just do what the Bible teaches. And that's exactly what the Bible teaches, and there's tons of examples throughout the book of Acts when the church began in Acts chapter 2 and forward. Uh, where the people repented of their sins, they turned to God, and they were baptized in water for the forgiveness of their sins. So, moving on, because I've covered that in other podcasts in the past, and you can study that on your own. But one other thing that I want to point out from the baptism of Jesus is that the Father, God the Father, affirmed Jesus. Jesus received affirmation from his dad, from the Father. When he came up out of the water and the Spirit descended down like a dove, a voice also came from heaven that everybody could hear that was around Jesus that day. And that voice said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. Dads, every child especially male children, need affirmation from you. Every child, especially male children, need affirmation from their dad. This is crucial. This is very important in a child's life. Every son needs to hear from their dad that they are loved, that they mean something special to their dad, and that they are pleasing to their dad. That's exactly what affirmation is and that's something i never received from my dad uh, my dad committed suicide when i was three years old i never knew my dad i don't even know what his voice sounded like because all i have is pictures and a, a silent film uh, uh that was recorded with an uh one of those little 35 millimeter videos and uh, even though it was in color there was no sound so i don't even know what his voice sounded like and i only have just a few uh memories of of my dad um but i never received affirmation 
from my dad. He, when he committed suicide, it just sent a bunch of negative messages to me and my, my brother and my sister and my whole family that says, basically, it says, you're worthless. You're not worth living for. And it, it, it was my dad uh, abandoning me and the rest of my family. And then I was raised by a stepdad. My mom remarried when I was five. And, and this guy was abusive mental, mentally and physically. Not, not sexually, but mentally and physically. And I never received affirmation from my stepdad. I was never told not one time that I love you. I, I said it to him once that I can remember. And he told me once because I said it to him first. But never not one time did my stepdad ever come to me and say, hey, I love you. Hey, I believe in you. Hey, uh, you're doing a, gr- a good job. Keep on doing it. And never got that. Matter of fact, he tried to steal. <laughs> when I did do something good, he tried to take credit for it. Instead of being told, I love you, you're doing a good job, uh, what I received was messages of that well he just plain out told me many 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 times over the years as i was a child and 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 growing up he told me basically that i was pathetic and that i would never amount to anything he would i was small i'm still small i'm five foot eight on a good day um but when i when i was around 11 years old i was like 310 i was very small and he would pick me up off the ground and just beat me until i peed in my pants and he would not stop until i peed in my pants um, and, and it, it was, it was abuse. And so I'm hearing this message of you're never going to amount to anything. And he's beating the crap out of me. Right. Um, and I never really understood why I was getting those beatings because I was a good kid. I, I didn't do stuff that was wrong and, and deserved to be, uh, beaten like that. But, but, but that's what I received growing up as a child. I did not receive affirmation. I was given the opposite. I was told that I was worthless. I would never amount to anything, and 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 I was beat. Um, so I grew up isolating myself. I went into my own world of sports. I, I played a lot of sports. Got real heavy involved in baseball. Um, but as you can see, my skateboard behind me. That this is that was the skateboarding to me was my escape. And I poured myself as a teenager into skateboarding. I was really good, but but that's it, it, exactly um, what I did growing up. Was I spent my whole probably ever since I was a teenager, a young adult, even up into my adult years, I spent my life proving to people that I'm somebody that I'm not worthless, like my stepdad said. Uh, that every time something went wrong. Um, and so I, I was constantly, I had to be number one. If you got something better than me, uh, I remember uh, when I was in high school and we had the crank it up contest. Uh, if, if some of my friends had a better uh, system than me, well, I would go out and buy more speakers. I, I had I won first place in a crank it up contest one time. I, I, uh, you can see my first place trophy here. Uh, I, I won first place at a, a, a skateboarding contest by Mother Skates uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, but I, I just had to be better than everybody else, and it, it, it you know it, it drove my friends crazy. Uh, they did not like that part about me. I remember one time 
uh, I had a, a little truck, a little Ford Ranger, and I loved the Lowriders, and, and, and we slammed it to the ground, put ground effects on it, had this paint job on it, and was getting it ready for truck shows and stuff. And, and my license plate, this was so dumb, but my license plate said, do you envy me? And, you know, I was making my friends mad. No, I didn't want people to envy me. I just wanted to be accepted. I wanted affirmation. I wanted people to like me. Therefore, I, I, I did all this stuff to try to get affirmation. I was trying to please my stepdad by doing all this stuff. And my stepdad never gave me affirmation. And 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 so I spent my whole uh childhood and young adulthood uh, trying to prove that I am some body and even to this day now I've gotten counseling and 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 forgiven my stepdad and forgiven my dad and worked through all that kind of stuff but even to this day sometimes when when I'm criticized or when something didn't go right or I fail at something or I'll you know lose a job or whatever you just fill in the blank I can still hear my stepdad saying, I told you you was worthless. I told you you would never amount to anything. And then I have to I have to deal with that and wrestle with that and, and, and get that voice out of my out of my head. Uh, because I, I I've never had an affirm the affirmation from my dad or my stepdad. And so what what happens with children who are raised like that they're going to go looking for that affirmation somewhere else dads if you don't give affirmation to your children and especially the young men they're going to go looking for it somewhere else and it's not good where they're going to find it they're going to go find it in a female a male um they're going to uh they're going to you know people go in, in gangs uh, they're going to go anywhere where they're going to where somebody's saying, "Hey, I believe in you. Hey, I believe that that you can do great things." That's where they're going to gravitate to if they don't get affirmation from you. So, dads, I got a question for you. Have you told your children today that you love them? Have you given them affirmation lately? Go find your kids and tell them what they mean to you and give them some encouragement because they need you big time. There is a thing called the father wound, and there's a mother wound too. Um, but there is a thing called the father wound, and, and John Eldridge has some great teaching on that subject. Uh, and I recommend that you check out uh, his website. I believe it's Wild at Heart if you're dealing, like me, with the father wound. But we can get our affirmation from God. If you don't have a dad, Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, God has uh when we're washing the blood of jesus and we are a, a a child of the king that we are in his kingdom he has adopted us and and we can call him abba father which literally means <clears throat> daddy that god is our dad and for a long time when father's day rolled around and i was preaching full time i had a very hard time with father's day i, I hated it i did not like it and I had the hardest time looking at, at God as father because of what I saw as a father. My father told me I was worthless, and he beat me until I peed in my pants. So I could not look at God as father. But now I can, now that I've dealt with all that stuff, and, and I see what God has done for me and how God loves me, and God affirms me. He gives me all this affirmation, and he accepts me even with all my junk 
and and he tells me that I'm his own and that he loves me and he's saying the same thing to you and so the father gave Jesus affirmation this is my son and whom I'm well pleased and so dad go and do the same thing with your kids especially if you have sons because this is one of the greatest problems in America today there's too many homes where the children don't have a dad and and if he's nowhere to be found and if he if they if he is at home if they do have a dad he's checked out he's busy working all the time he's married to his job he doesn't have time for his children and when he comes home he's too tired and he and he he's just watching tv or he's in another room doing his own thing and any expert that has studied this and i'm definitely not an expert but any expert that has studied this especially uh in in the crime world something i'm not familiar with but when they study these people who commit these awful awful crimes many times this is what they find that dad is absent nowhere to be found so the kid never gets any affirmation they don't get acceptance from the dad and they find it from somewhere else and they're led down the wrong path so as we end this podcast i just want to say dads go love your kids and go tell them what they mean to you tell them how proud you are of what they are doing how proud you are of them go give your kids especially your sons the affirmation that they need god bless you keep grinding thank you for listening to the grinded podcast today may god bless you if you have any comments or questions you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com if you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro, off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.